Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Michael Popak. Breaking news, Ivanka Trump is being compelled to testify against her father and the Trump Organization in the civil fraud case brought by the New York Attorney General pending right now. That with an early morning hearing before the trial even began uh, in front of Judge Angoran, where lawyers for Ivanka Trump and for Donald Trump both argued vociferously to try to keep Ivanka Trump off the stand. Bennett Moskowitz, the new lawyer who's representing Ivanka Trump, argued in his colorful style. Chris Keis for Donald Trump argued in his sort of cut and dry style. But neither of them were effective because at the end, Judge Angoran, also citing that there was no sworn statement or affidavit filed by Ivanka Trump at all, and she was late and out of time, having missed her deadline, granted the um, the position of the New York Attorney General and is forcing and compelling Ivanka Trump to testify. It, it got to the judge with a motion to quash a subpoena that was properly served on Ivanka Trump in her offices in Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. That's where all the Trumpers ply their trade. They all operate out of Fifth Avenue. And so, knock, knock, process server showed up and nailed Ivanka Trump with a subpoena, which gave the court, at least on the surface, jurisdiction over her. Now, the main argument before they got into court today in the filings, and we have the filings by the New York Attorney General and by the lawyers for Ivanka, the main arguments for the New York Attorney General was there is a difference between Ivanka Trump being dismissed from the case based on claims that may be barred by the statute of limitations, and her having knowledge and evidence of issues that are germane to the fraud case. Just because there's no suit against you doesn't mean you can't be what's called in New York a precipient witness, a witness who with their five senses can testify about other matters. So those are, for the for the purposes of this, a horse of a different color uh, in, in a, a, a witness being dismissed as a defendant, yet still having the ability to give testimony. And that's one major issue that the Office of Attorney General pointed out to the judge. Also, just because she got out from being monitored, recall that Donald Trump and all the Trump organizations are under strict financial scrutiny and monitoring, even to this moment, pursuant to an earlier order by this judge last year, in which he found persistent fraud and installed a financial monitor, former federal judge Barbara Jones, to monitor all of the uh, money flow in and out and transactions and make reports to the court. Ivanka Trump was able to get out from under that, arguing that she's been outside of the organization since 2017, and she's a mom in Florida. And so we were a little surprised then that the New York Attorney General let her out. She also did not, the Office of Attorney General, did not actually put Ivanka Trump under oath during the investigation and get her testimony sworn uh, in a deposition. She did 
she was interviewed, but she did not, um, she was not deposed. But all that doesn't matter. You don't have to, as a precondition of putting a witness on the stand, and I'm talking now as a 32-year trial lawyer, you don't have to depose that person. You want to hear their sworn testimony for the first time in a courtroom? That's fine. I've done that. I've made I've made strategic or tactical decisions not to depose somebody in advance of trial because I thought it was to my advantage because I'm very good in cross-examining on my feet, as I expect the 10 different lawyers, 10 for the New York Attorney General that are working this case, who all signed the recent brief. The major argument in the courtroom today by Bennett Moskowitz was the court doesn't have jurisdiction over Ivanka Trump. Uh, and the court quickly dispatched that after hearing argument from the attorney general. She was working out of her office in New York. She was um, served personally in New York. And she has personal knowledge of particularly the transaction involving the old post office, which is referred to in the court filings as the OPO. In fact, Ivanka has a limited liability company that she gets benefit from and profits from and made four or five million dollars from, which is called Ivanka OPO, which stands for old post office. That was the uh, the government property that Trump bought before the presidency, and he made it into a hotel, and then he made all his donors and people that were trying to lobby him go spend money at his hotel in order to curry favor with him. Yeah, that is a violation of the constitutional emoluments clause. That's another hot take. Uh, Ivanka Trump is, as the uh, the uh, Office of Attorney General pointed out in their filings, she's up to her neck in all things Trump and financial dealings. For example, in the papers, because because Ivanka forced them to, in the papers filed by the Office of Attorney General, one of my favorite parts is this one about her um, involvement with the Trump Organization or how knee deep she's in here. Um, watch this. This is on page eight and nine of the opposition to the motion uh, to quash the subpoena. Finally, Ms. Trump, this is the Office of Attorney General, remains under the control of the Trump Organization. Think about that for a moment, including through her ongoing and substantial business ties to the organization. Ms. Ms. Trump reappointed herself to a participating member of several Trump organization entities following her departure from government. Remember, she had that special advisor to the president thing. Moreover, she does not seem to be adverse. Listen to this. This is pages eight and nine. She does not seem to be adverse to her involvement in the family business when it comes to owning and collecting proceeds from the OPO sale, old post office sale, the Trump organization purchasing insurance for her and her companies, managing her household staff and credit card bills, meaning she's putting credit card bills through the company, renting her apartment or even paying her legal fees in this action. It is only when she is tasked with answering for the involvement for that involvement that she disclaims any connection, but her attempts now to distance herself from her family's business carries no legal weight. Just to remind everybody about some recent testimony that happened in the courtroom just recently about Ivanka Trump to show her involvement, it has to do with the very heart of the case, the cooked books, the false artificial inflation of assets on Donald Trump's books that had no um, tethered to re- was not tethered to reality or truth. And they used a great example with an appraiser and a banker who already testified in the case involving property for Ivanka Trump. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Seasonal blues are real. I know in my own life, I've experienced the ups and downs around this time. 
See, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. Therapy has helped me in my own life become the best version of myself. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LegalAF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LegalAF. I'll give you two examples from the trial already to show you how uh, underhanded all of this is and Ivanka's role in it. Ivanka was offered a apartment in Trump Tower in, in one of the properties for eight and a half million dollars. Okay, that needs to be fair market value under the Internal Revenue Code, or it's a it, there's there's tax that has to be paid on phantom income or on uh, this phantom advantage between the difference of what the market value is and what she was offered. So let's assume it was market value at eight and a half million dollars that they weren't uh, completely violating the Internal Revenue Code. That's for another hot take. It was valued, that same property, eight and a half million to, to Ivanka, was valued on Donald Trump's books at 20 million, 20.8 million. And, and it gets better. She was offered another apartment for $14.2 million, yet it was reflected at the same time on Donald Trump's books at $45 million. You see the fraud? The thing is really worth 14, but you tell the world, the bankers, the lenders, the insurance companies, and others that it's worth 45. And that that involves Ivanka. So what did we learn today? Well, Bennett Moskowitz got up and argued um, for Ivanka Trump in the hearing today that the court doesn't have any jurisdiction. The first thing the court hit him with is, Mr. Moskowitz, where is your client's sworn affidavit on these points? In other words, naked argument of legal counsel is not evidence. Where is the evidence on these things? And just to do a little breakout legal AF law school, when you submit evidence, you either have to show up in court, like where was she today to, for the judge to take testimony of her under oath, or you try it with an affidavit or what's called a verified filing, where you're verifying under penalties of perjury that everything in that filing is true. They didn't do any of that. It's just an unsworn, unverified motion to quash the subpoena with no um, no supporting evidence. And the judge says, where is your evidence, sir? Where is your affidavit? And he says, well, I'll, I'll get it now. And the judge in ruling against Mr. Moskowitz today said, this is basic 101 law. It's black letter law. Today's the day. The hearing is today. It was noticed today. Due process is today. I'm ruling today. And that's the day you need to get your affidavit and not some other time. And no, I'm not going to give you the ability to submit a late affidavit. Mr. Moskowitz um, also went on in very colorful language to say, got corrected by the judge at one point. He started to say that, you know, 
Um, given that she was never deposed and she's, you know, no longer affiliated and she's not, her company's a Delaware corporation and it doesn't really operate in New York, to which the attorney general said, oh, so she's breaking the law there too, because she's working out of New York in Trump Tower, yet she claims that it's not authorized to do business in New York, meaning she, Trump, uh, Ivanka violated New York law. No surprise, it runs in the family. It's like DNA, it's in their DNA. Um, because she needed to register her company in New York if it's going to do business there, even if it's incorporated somewhere else. So put that aside for a minute. So that at one point, Moscow had said, well, they, they're, there's the breaks, Your Honor. And the judge, who, of course, he knows in Damon Runyon-esque uh, fashion, all of the great um, uh, sayings and phrases. He said, no, it's it, the, the phrase is them's the breaks, Mr. Moskowitz, which was very chilling because the judge in a very tart fashion was able to use the guy's own struggle to, to grasp the phrase against him. In other words, I'm going to rule against you and them's the breaks. Keis stood up for Donald Trump to argue this is the, she has no role here. This is a media event. They're just trying to penalize. She's a she's no longer a, a child of Donald Trump. She's she's a, makes her own decisions. And why is she here? And they never they never deposed her. And they and the judge stopped him and said, "Well, her and her testifying is not a complete shot in the dark, right, Mister Keis? You have a general idea of what her testimony would be and her involvement in the case, even though she's no longer and she skated by and is not going to be is not a defendant in the case. It's not like you're totally clueless about what she could testify to. And then there was this fight over whether the testimony should just be about her involvement and and benefiting from the old post office transaction. And eventually, the Office of Attorney General prevailed because the judge's order is she takes the stand without limit. Um, and even though the other side has no idea where this is going, that's and that's the beauty of the the brass, the cojones of the Office of Attorney General. Having not taken her deposition, that means while the Office of Attorney General doesn't know exactly what she's going to say, although they have documents to keep her on track and disciplined, Neither does the Trump organization and the Trump lawyers and the lawyers for Ivanka. They don't know where it's going either because she was never deposed. See the beauty of this? But you have to have tremendous confidence in your skills, in your evidence, in order to cross-examine some, cross someone on the fly who's a hostile witness without having previously deposed that person. That's what I love about the New York Attorney General. It just shows you the confidence they have in their case. But on the other side, they got to be quaking in their boots because they don't know where she's going to go. And their attempts to limit the testimony have, have fallen on deaf ears when it comes to the judge. So it's going to just be, you know, Ivanka unplugged. <laughs> Ivanka unplugged, where no one knows where she's going. I mean, look, they'll try to prepare her the best they can in advance of her actually taking the stand, her lawyers anyway. You know, they'll, they'll show her documents with her name on it. We already know the old post office is going to come up. We know the valuation of her apartments and why it's valued you know, you know, 10 times, five times more on the books and records than what she was offered in a purchase price. And they're going to get her to say that that was um, the price that she was offered was the market price. If she says something differently, she's got an internal revenue code problem. That's for sure. I mean, she's got problems anyway. So if Ivanka Trump, here's the end of the hot take. If Ivanka Trump thought that she was going to be able because the uh, 
appellate court, first department, ruled that the transactions she was involved with were, were beyond the statute of limitations, so they had to drop her as a defendant. That that also, and, and she was able to get out from under being monitored financially with an argument to the New York Attorney General that she's no longer involved with the company since she's down in Florida. If she thought all of that meant she wasn't going to be compelled to testify against her father, her brother, uh, her brothers Eric and Don Jr., and the Trump Organization— you know, as a uh, then she was uh, she was mistaken, and to uh, end it on the note of the judge, Dems the brakes, uh, Miss Trump, you are taking the stand. We'll report on it right here. You know where on Legal AF and on the Midas Touch Network. We do hot takes like this one at the intersection of law, politics, and justice about every hour or half hour, all the way twenty four hours a day. MidasTouch.com has a newsroom of people banging away on keyboards. That's my banging away on keyboards emoji. Banging away on keyboards uh, to bring you original content and to bring you this reporting. The three leaders of Legal AF, Michael Popak, me, uh, Ben Micellis, Karen Friedman-Ignifilo, we work round the clock, not only on our podcast, Legal AF, yep, it's what you think, on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, but we supplement it with these hot takes uh, we don't blow smoke or sunshine. We just bring it to you straight based on our collective 75 years of legal experience. So if you like what I'm doing here, give me a thumbs up. Uh, leave a comment. It helps. It helps with the algorithms and the ratings. And tune in to Legal AF on Wednesdays and Saturdays on our video on YouTube or everywhere you get your audio podcast from. Until my next hot take, until my next Legal AF, this is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.